Uh, but at the same time, you're just like, yeah, right. You're just like, you gave the uh, government like an interest free loan for like most of the year. You're like, wait a minute. What if uh, <laughs> this is still a pothole <laughs> out of the street <sighs> hasn't been filled for decades? There's a there's a sack filled with fingernail clippings over on the corner that hasn't been picked up in months. Oh, oh what are you yeah. Do? Now we now it's part of the, it's a fixture in the neighborhood. We call it sacky. Yeah, that's that's uh, apt. It's appropriate name. Yeah. <laughs> Look at sacky over there. Uh, institutions since 2022. Yeah. They decided to leave their loose fingernail clippings inside a. Yeah, we Old put up a plaque. pillowcase. Oh, nice. That's nice. They, everyone mm-hmm. put together a collection fund, or was oh, it 3D yeah, yeah. printed? No, we. Uh, you know, the governor, the 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 uh, mayor of the town came by, and and uh, we had a whole ribbon cutting sack uh, ceremony. Oh, nice. nice. Sorry, you know, I, I almost said sacimony. That's because that's what it was called. <laughs> they updated yeah, no, it because yeah, it's about sense. a sack. So <laughs> yeah, it's appropriate. Did they give the sack a key <laughs> for the uh, area? Oh no! Yeah, the 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 sack got the key to the city. Um, oh, nice! And it's uh, it's um, yeah, it's kind of weird uh, now that you see mm. the sack around town, and it's it's like, oh, who are you again? And it's like, we, ah, we used to be good friends. I hate but that, ever man. since, yeah. And it's also but, weird because like the key is largely symbolic, but sure. they put it on a chain around their neck. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's a little ostentatious. Yeah, yeah, a little. Yeah. A little showy. I can't stand a sack that puts on airs. You know what I mean? Like, look, you used to you used to be sitting over there, filled with fingernail clippings, and Lord else knows what. And all of a sudden, you're given a day, you're given the key, and you're yep. given a plaque. And all of a sudden, you're yeah. too good for you. You forget where you come from. Whoever yeah, you take house. off those Ray Bans, and it's still a sack of fingernails. <laughs> Ooh, let's go. go. You know we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans, uh huh. You don't really wanna miss pop soccer, stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep it so entertaining. Hey, pop soccer. Hey everyone, welcome to Pop Saga, the podcast where we break things down for you in our own brand and way. What way is that? Well, it's the Pop Saga way. Today, we're talking all about Star Wars Celebration 2023 and all the exciting announcements that came out of the event. One of the biggest reveals was a trailer for Ashoka, which will follow the fan favorite, or at least this fan's favorite character as she continues her journey after the events of her appearance in the Mandalorian. We will also get it. We also got a sneak peek at the acolyte and last but not least, there's a lot of buzz around the announcement of a new set of star Wars movies. But before we dive into that, I want to have a little fun. Let's got a little star Wars nickname for ourselves. I'm your host, John solo. And joining me as always is, and I'm very proud of this forest awakens. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> I was very proud of it. <laughs> but it's a but I'm sad to say it's seven thirty at night, so it's more like a forest of sleepings. Hey. You do well, you, Forest uh, Awakens. You uh, do uh, you. Well thanks. Yes, yes, there has been an awakening. Have you felt it? It's me waking up. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm sure you hear me waking up all the way where you live. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just always, why? Yeah. Okay, I'm up. And I'm hurt. I'm sure you hear the creaking of my old bones every time I wake up and, and shamble my uh, animated corpus across the yeah. threshold. I do, especially every time you walk. It's just like, this old gray mare ain't what it used to be. And that's what your your knees that's play gotta be in the That's got to be in the public domain, right? Oh, I'm sure. And if it isn't, uh, you come at me. Go ahead. Come at I'll me. Get, whoever did the remake, whoever owns the rights to old gray mare. Yeah, I'll give you the nickel that it's worth. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, it's shiny fine. nickel. Let me buy it to make sure. Yep, it sure is nickel. I'm dead. <laughs> don't don't need to eat it, old man. You only do that with gold. Oh, someone should have told me before I got all this nickel poisoning. <laughs> well, better than polio, I guess. Goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I agreed. Yeah. 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 Person's not wrong. They're not wrong. Uh, and they shouldn't have done that. But, uh, you know, here we are. Um, here we are in Basking in the Glow. We're on the Monday as we record this right after Star Wars Celebration, which took place this year in Europe in sunny old London town. Yep. And uh, uh, right across from Piccadilly Circus. I what? No, I, I have no idea. I also, why, while I said that, I made like a little pirate hook with my fingers. <laughs> not sure I why. Hear, I could hear it because I heard the ring as yep. your finger was forming a crook. Yes, we've yeah. established. Yeah, I got creaky yeah. bones. Yeah, sunny, sunny old England. Known sunny for its old London town. Fantastic weather, great cuisine, and Star Wars? Yeah, well, I mean, it's where they filmed a lot of the Star Wars, so in, in ways, fair. in some ways, it's more fitting than in past venues. Uh, sure, uh, I guess it was like Anaheim, you know, the good old place Anaheim, where Star Wars oh, yeah. is known for. It's the Anaheim. capital, the Star Wars capital of the United States. Yeah, they they shot a lot of stuff at Pinewood, the the storied true, true. Uh, British studio, so. It makes a certain amount of sense, and plus, and then it's like a hop, skip, and a jump for uh, Ian McDermott to show up and just be a delight every single every single celebration. That's true. You think he takes the tube in? Mm. Or do you think he? He'd better. In? He'd better. Yeah, okay. Good um. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like. Uh, what's weird is he's always talking to people like he's the emperor on there, and they're like, "What the hell?" And someone's like, "Oh, I got to get off of the next stop," and he's like, "Do it." I'm like, no, that's what I was going to do, Ian. <laughs> Who is Ian? <laughs> My I... name is Sheev. <laughs> Execute Spotify playlist. Ooh. My fat jams while I'm riding the London tube. <laughs> Execute playlist 66. <laughs> I'm going out to the country. You <laughs> <laughs> know, Barbie, let's go, buddy. <laughs> 
for some strange reason, I felt like he was doing that, like canned heat or whatever. Like, going out to the country, and that's that's like his his jam. No, that's his. It's it's like from 1966. That's why it's called exactly. the Order 66. Exactly, exactly. He's a big fan of that time period. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. Your joke was better. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Listen, don't need to rub it in. It worked better on multiple levels. It's what I do. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I take off. <laughs> um, I was really shocked. I was watching a little bit of the Star Wars Celebration, uh, uh, you know, the live stream, and I was really shocked to see that the woman who plays the armorer is not English. Does not have an English accent in real life. Really. Yeah, the person, the the actor who's playing the armorer is obviously a very good actor because in real life she is like maybe the opposite, like the exact opposite of the armorer's personality. She's like very gregarious and outgoing and sort of, and it has it sounds like I don't know if I'm wrong about her origins, but she has a very American accent to me. Well, I mean, look, I haven't seen her on Forged and Fire, so I didn't think she took it too seriously. But, uh... <laughs> I'm sure that's got to be coming up next. Oh, that would be dope. But she this has to show way. up as ding, the ding, ding. yeah, yeah, totally, exactly. totally. The, the 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 big old yeah hammer and the the, the tongs. <laughs> Once I tried to to kill an alligator turtle with this, it didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> it knocked me on my tuchus. <laughs> I pretty much like I will. I could. I have access to much better weapons, but I just go hammer. I <laughs> just I'm like it's hammer time. Every time I show up. That joke never gets old. Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Sadly, Hammer time. MC Hammer does not get a, a scent of royalties from all the times people use that as a joke. Oh, my God. Um, imagine if he did. <clears throat> right? He'd be the most powerful person in the world. He'd probably still own that mansion with a golden toilet that everyone somehow knew about at the time. Well, I mean, look, if I had a golden toilet, you all would know about it. Oh, yeah, you just wouldn't stop talking about it. That's fair. Yeah, it'd be pretty much like, hold on one second. I need to go get a beverage, and then I'm going to pass by my golden toilet. Did I mention mm-hmm. I have a golden toilet? Yeah. Jeez, uh, uh, I just got back from the bathroom, taking a pee, of course. And, mm-hmm. and uh, one could say I was adding a little more gold to my already golden <laughs> toilet. <laughs> Jeez. He's really struggling with ways to work it into the everyday conversation. <laughs> I know. I mean, the first two days was okay, but now it's just, it's just, it's just pitiful, John. Pitiful. Might be pitiful, <laughs> but I have a golden toilet, and you don't. <laughs> oh, well, okay, well, gotta hand it to him. He did figure out a way to work it in. He'd be like, John, you got it at the MC Hammer estate sale. Mm-hmm. Still my golden toilet. Well, it was a steal, too. Anyway, <laughs> I like to put my money where my butt is, or will be in ten minutes. Bye. <laughs> it takes me nine minutes to take off my pants. Uh, well. <laughs> I felt like it needed some context, because, I don't know, if you said bye then, and then it was you were going to sit on the toilet ten minutes later, like, what are you doing? I don't, I don't know. know. Sometimes yeah. you just, you just, that that's... Office number two, no pun intended. There, it literally is. You know, the <laughs> other, the other home office when you just need to get away from the shenanigans of life. Yeah, you sit in your, sit in your, you sit in your bathroom. Sit on, sit on your right. throne. Yeah, sit yeah. on your golden throne. <laughs> yes, and it's gold, so you know it's kind of soft. And you remember, it's gold. 
There's nothing <laughs> in, in under it. There's nothing inside. Just I sit on it and it just collapses. It's awful. Oh my god! It was a bowl. Like no, literally, it turned into a bowl shape. Gold is too soft. Don't use it as a bathroom <laughs> instrument. It's so true. Oh man! If any, if you take away anything from today's episode, gold is too soft to sit on as a toilet. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't do it. So. I was gonna say I did not know they uh, they streamed celebration really. I mean, I always see like the clips after the fact, but I didn't realize they had like streaming hours for it. Well, they have like the they have like the in between show that we get to see, but they don't stream any of like the important only for the press stuff. Like they save now, some uh, stuff for the people who were there. Like I didn't get to see uh, I didn't get to see an ounce of Skeleton Crew with Jude Law. Uh, that's I true. Can, I can tell you about a little bit about what they showed, if you're curious. Sure, sure. Should I uh, do the... Uh, Please, uh, the invoke... The... Uh, what? Yeah, yes. No, no, I, I, hit the, I hit the microphone, my bad. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. you heard, you heard my, my apologies, hand my hitting apologies. the microphone. That's all you... Just calling things out. Just let it happen. I can edit that stuff out, but after I keep <laughs> rambling, I can't edit it no more. Okay, and Mark... Mm-hmm. Yes, spoilers, please invoke spoilers, double boilers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm taking really shit here. Burn yeah, it's fine. Secrets bubble. Yep. Of course, and, uh-huh. in the right. Not on your golden toilet, though. Handed down to us nope. by our ancestors. The spoiler <laughs> if you're which lucky enough to have has one. been invoked, and we will be safe uh, tonight. Fun nice. fact about the the invocation of the spoiler witch. Um, even though we do talk over it a lot of times, my wife was like, "That's recorded." <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so, so just just clearing it up for everyone out there. That is a recording. Uh, yeah. I don't know how we would talk over it in the first place, but you know what? I'm glad that it's coming off as an organic uh, <laughs> moment every time. No, I'll uh, take it. I mean, the people were there for the episode it was uh, recorded on. Uh, I just yeah, but I mean, that's and... asking a lot to re- to re- to uh, suspect or to expect people to remember a second of our show the minute it is over. I think it's really it's really asking a lot. Yeah, but we also play it like a lot. Like yeah, that's true. Just, mm, that's true. I mean, you know, well, I mean, look, they even heard us do this one previously on. Pop Saga. Yeah, oh, just that, great. Someday we'll use I, it. I was scared. The sting scared me. I forgot it was <laughs> just thought it was previously on Pop Saga. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. With the little, yeah, it has to have. Spin. Otherwise, I would just say it. It needs it needs the music as well, really, to sell it. But yeah, yeah, uh, good. I'm glad that we invoked the spoiler, Rich. I'm glad that we're safe. Uh, now we can talk about. Now I can tell you of the few of the little nuggets I learned about the skeleton crew. Cool. I'm gonna drink while you do that. Okay. Uh, as is tradition. Uh, as is tradition. Mm-hmm. I am not imbibing anything this evening. Uh, I am. See. Right. Because it's your turn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's your turn. Um, but uh, let's not let this moment go by without addressing it with our tr- new tradition. Uh, my terrible French accent and asking you, John, are you enjoying a frosty <laughs> beverage this evening? Who uh, we? Oh, now you are speaking. My language, which of course is not French, because that would be insulting <laughs> to the French. Uh, it's just sort of a gold guttural nonsense. <laughs> Please tell me. 
I am drinking a gin and tonic made by the Bombay Sapphire people. Oh, okay. perfect well, serve gin and tonic. It was what was in the fridge. So I had my my other brother-in-law was up here and put it like this. We did a considerable dent in my beer drawer. And uh, Bravo. <laughs> yeah, we are almost out of everything. So Bombay Sapphire, the perfect serve gin, which isn't good gin, but I'm drinking it because it was there. Now, I don't, I am not drinking this at this moment, but I just want to give a shout out. And this is not sponsored, of course, because no one's ever <laughs> offered to sponsor the show. But uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, two bars, uh, whiskey, bourbon whiskey from here, the PMW. Uh, it is really tasty stuff. Complex, very oaky, delicious whiskey, bourbon whiskey. Nice. Yeah. I was enjoying a little bit of that over the weekend, but not today. I've got lots of important stuff to do tomorrow, and i got to wake up at 6 a.m. So, fun stuff. Um, but uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, wherever you are, aren't there, why don't you sit back and enjoy this very froggy, gross-sounding accent, uh, gurgly thing that I've created. And, uh... And uh, imbibe something with us as we talk about Star Wars. And of course, I meant Froggy as like a, a frog in your throat. Not that wasn't a slight towards the French. Yes, yes, <laughs> we we got it, we got it. Okay, good. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> there's no wink. No, no wink. No, no wink. No wink. There's no wink. There was no <laughs> wink. <laughs> but you could hear my eyelids smashing over here as okay. I'm winking into the mic. Don't. Yeah, you have creaky eyelids. I have creaky bones. You have creaky <laughs> eyelids. This is well established in the canon of our character. Great. So now tell me um, about the acolyte. What do you got? No. How, how, how are we? How are we doing? Not this? the acolyte. What? Skeleton crew. Skeleton uh, crew. Yeah. Whatever. I got yeah. acolyte on the brain for some reason. Okay. Well, we'll talk yeah. about that too. But uh, this is uh, the skeleton crew, and. Uh, it's uh, it's, people have described it as a Amblin style uh, TV show, and that's sort of like a Spielbergy type thing. It's okay. about a bunch of kids who get lost in their space suburban neighborhood. That is literally what the description was uh, from the people who saw the tr- the footage. They said it's a suburban Star Wars neighborhood, like and nothing we've ever seen before. And uh, these kids get sort of uh, stowaway on a raider ship. And uh, it's about their madcap adventures all over the uh, galaxy. And it sounds like, at least from the teaser trailer, that Jude Law will be, shocker of all shockers, playing a Jedi. Uh, So there you go. Well, whatever the Emperor did, he did not execute Order 66 very well. That's all I'm saying. They're all over the place now. Filthy. Just the the most, like, on-camera presence Jedi got taken out there was a lot of a lot of them slipped through the cracks like i mean there there was a few jedi masters who got taken out revenge of the sith who i think could have just like skirted by and people wouldn't know but jude law i'd be like oh no that dude's a jedi he's a jedi he needs to go because he he looks too jedi like i don't know the time period in which the skeleton crew takes place it could be it takes place in a time where jedis are a-okay although it would, I guess, if you were a Jedi, it would have to either be during the uh, new during the Republic, uh, after slightly after the fall. If you're on the outer rim, maybe during Empire times, and then it has to be 
all the way after. Well, I guess it could be during Luke's short-lived stint as the dean of of Jedi school, the doomed Jedi school. It, well, so my understanding is that it timeline-wise, it runs concurrently with Mandalorian and Ashoka. That that. Why period. do you keep saying Ashoka? <laughs> because it's just fun to say it that way, Ashoka. Like a Shupa Shoka. A H S. Ash Shoka. Ashoka. Ah. No, Ash Ash Shoka. I know no, how to actually say it, but I ah, like. Ah, like a, an well, idea you just had. No, it's Ash, as in Ash Oka, because I like saying it that way. It's like I like mm. saying robot, robot. I know it's not robot, but I like saying it robot. So it's Ashoka. Okay, well, that's and not I, what I'm called. actually I'm actually putting. Ah, in there. If you listen to it very closely, Ashoka. See, it's in there. Ashoka. <laughs> sure. Ashoka. It's in there. Yeah. It's in there. I feel good with it. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing it. it it's yeah. I'm doing fine. What's wrong with you? I'm drinking gin, chilling. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. it's concurrent with all the Flaloni verses. Okay, I think mm-hmm. now that you're saying that, I do remember hearing that someplace as well. So I guess yeah. the place is lousy with Jedi. <laughs> During it's this so time period, it seems like. So that makes sense. But uh, I don't know. You know, who knows? Is he, a, is he a real Jedi? Is he just force sensitive? Does he just, is he one of those like Maz Kanata that is just like old enough to know what the force is all about? I don't know. But I'm interested to find out. Uh, they made the, the important distinction that saying that the show is starring children and it's about kids, but much like maybe Stranger Things, it's not for kids. So that, I thought that was interesting. I don't know. I'm confused. It's like, <laughs> Uh-oh. I thought originally it was just like, uh, I, I, I heard it referred to as uh, Goonies in space. Yeah. And, was, and that seems okay like that's that. kind of for, for kids or I guess it's for, for children of all ages. <laughs> well, uh, I, mean, I enjoy me my Goonies, but like I, I, I was hoping to see, you know, some, <laughs> You really sounded stuff. like you really sounded like a pirate talking about his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy me yeah. goonies. <laughs> I enjoy me goonies for sure. And don't yeah. forget about the goonies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, you know, we will have to j- reserve judgment for when we actually get uh, eyes on the thing. And I don't mean the goonies. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I thought that was cool. You know, because that very much describes, I think, Steven Spielberg type movies. It's kind of for everybody, but it's it's going to be... it's What that says to me is it's going to be a little scary. It's not going to be like all fun antics where everyone turns out fine. I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I mean, that's, that's one of the Sounds few that's coming this year, right? They, they haven't yeah, given I a date so. yet. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting to kind of see how that one plays out. I'm hoping Jude Law is like uh, that that the that dude in Obi Wan who was pretending to be a Jedi. Oh yeah, yeah, wasn't. Camille Nanjiani's Nanjiani. character. Yeah, hopefully it's like a long line of Grifton like that, and he's just pretending to be a Jedi, but he's not really. That'd be neat. yeah, quite possibly, quite possibly. I, the, I, the the description of the footage made it sound like he had he demonstrated the Force. Ah, so, well, shit, there it goes. You know, after all the stuff that you predicted 
correctly for Mandalorian, I'm just going to go with whatever you say. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. Ooh, He's a Jedi. Boy. Ooh, Boise. You know, I don't know about that. I want to feel good about, like, really calling the ball and all these things, but I just can't. I feel like... I feel like they just they've just put a neon sign for me being like this is the next part of the story. <laughs> just a flashing neon sign telling me what is coming up next. Uh because I mean, uh yeah, the, <laughs> the dude the end of last episode. We're not here to talk about the Mandalorian, but like just did Dejarin being like, so that makes sense, right? <laughs> right? You should have just turned to the audience. Just turned, stared down the barrel of the camera. Right? Huh? It makes sense. Right, okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me because at that point, that's all I would do. If I was, you know, like a Mandalorian trying to rule Mandalore, I'd just wait for somebody, like some giant beast to chomp off that thing's, you know, or person's head or take them out and just shoot them in the back of the head, take the sword. It's like, I did it. I defeated them. You see, I defeated the person who had it. And it's, it's perfect, right? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that shouldn't work, but okay, whatever. At this point, I, I, I was like, Forrest is right. This doesn't happen often. So. <laughs> Let them enjoy it. You should enjoy it. What I'm saying is you should enjoy it. Just okay, enjoy it. thank you. So, so, you, so uh, you, are, you are right about Jude Law. I'm not going to argue with you on anything. <laughs> all your intuitions on all this stuff that we're going to be discussing is spot on. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, sure. I mean, it also... I, I Apologies for spoiling this moment from the trailer for you, but I did send you that picture from the Ahsoka trailer where she literally says, heir to the Empire quotes the friggin' book series yeah but you know though that was a uh, that was all right because i'm like you know that's all i've been waiting for so i was like okay someone said that that's close enough for me that's the closest i'm ever getting to it so let's, yeah. let's, let's do it i mean it's so. exciting to think that they may even loosely be following that story which in the moments in the trailer it's hard to imagine that they are at all. <laughs> yeah, no. That, that, that's the line. That's the only thing you're going to get that's a close relation to the actual series right there. Like, it it was the kind of thing that gave me chills when I saw it in the trailer, but then I'm like, wait a minute, why? <laughs> this, is just, this is just like if she was like, uh, she was like, oh, this is a real uh, revenge of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, it goes, oh, she said it. She said the name of a thing. She said the name of the movie, so we know it's real or it's true. Yeah, it's I like, guess it, it's not exactly the right uh, metaphor. It'll be more like if, like, in the book of Boba Fett, somebody said, "Those sure were tales from the Moss Eisley Cantina." <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, cool! They said the name of a book. Yeah, yeah. I, I that probably would have raised that show, like for me, about ten points if they mm -hmm. would have done that. Yep. Oh yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> they like, referenced something that I wish they did on this show. <laughs> I wish the show was that book. <laughs> if if any of you out there have not read. 
Tales from the Moss Eisley Cantina. Let me just tell you that it also has a chapter in it where Boba Fett uh, digs his way out of the Sarlacc using all his fun gadgets. And then he's picked up by Dangar, and then he goes to Dangar's wedding. Wouldn't you have rather seen that? God knows I would have. The answer is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how embarrassed would you be if you were Boba Fett, though, and you got rescued by Dangar? Yeah. I mean, that would be the time you hang up the old Mandalorian armor and you start being a real boring mayor, I guess. So maybe the end result is the same. Yeah, become like, you know, this normal dude said a Boba Fett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Everywhere you look, there's a Rancor dead or sleeping. I don't remember. <laughs> no, I don't remember that part. I think the lyrics are accurate. Yeah, that's good. Um, but you wanted, speaking of accurate or acolyte, so way to go yeah. for it. Another seamless transition. Uh, that's kind of had an Adam Westy vibe. Uh, way to go for us. Another seamless transition. Uh, oh, pretty good. You're getting there. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The Acolyte. That seems like that's cool because it's, it's like in the High Republic timeline. So it's just out of the prequel range, but some mm-hmm. things might be eerily, uh, familiar but the fact that they kind of discuss it as frozen meets kill bill i'm like all right i don't i've never seen frozen but i've seen kill bill so i'm for it <laughs> well i mean frozen is about uh a a a princess that is denied mm-hmm. her uh power by birthright and sort okay. of kept it's kept from her and then okay. she discovers her power and sort of uh, becomes like one of the most sort of powerful, almost demigods in the in the uh, Frozoverse, as they call it. Um, and uh, so I, I have to imagine that's re- referencing sort of the the titular acolyte character. Ah, you don't think it's going to be about them building a snowman? Uh, I, I hope so. I hope they do, much like in Frozen, I hope they want to build a snowman, and then they kill it. Um, and it's a real gray area. I mean, I'm for it. I'm for she, it. Yeah, she created life, sentience, from nothing, and then just struck it down. <laughs> now, see, that because, sounds like the accolade thing to do. Yeah, exactly. I think that, you're right, though. It's a really interesting hook for this show. Because it's it's not only did it takes place in the old republic, which we have only seen in comics and books up until this point, uh, but it's a world where like the Jedi Order is at its like absolute peak power, and like the Sith don't really exist, or they do exist, but no one really knows anything about them, and so it's like the telling the introduction of like the dark side of the Force. People are just like, uh, "What's that? Uh, no, we're good." Everything's great as long as the Jedi are around. Hmm, what's this uh, evil feeling? Oh, God, I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, it'll just be nice to kind of play in that in that world, but not really have the to be locked down with, like, the Emperor or Darth Vader and stuff. Have new bad guys and new this and just see that rise. I'm, I'm kind of interested in it from that perspective. Plus, in the books and the comics, Yoda is in it. <laughs> so we could be very God. well getting, be getting real sexy yoked Yoda. 
All right. Well, I'm on board. I'm back on board. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You're off board, and now you got me back. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually really. I love the like. They have kind of more mustard colored robes in the uh, in the New Republic. They have like a a whole bevy of different lightsaber shapes and and colors. And uh, already a bunch of really interesting characters. I think only one of the characters from the expanded universe will making be making its way into the Acolyte. Um, but uh, I heard a little bit of description of that, too, and it sounds awesome. People are saying it sounds like, or it looks like a samurai movie uh, in the Star Wars universe. Which I think has been referenced in one way or the other since the very beginning of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like the High Republic really seems like the time to really lean into samurai movie tropes. Yeah, it, it matches up, and then again, no expectations other than just hopefully seeing Jedi be like cool, you know, not not like most of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, Carrie Ann Moss is in it, so you're you're gonna see some some cool Carrie Ann Moss Jedi butt kicking action. And uh, yeah, and I heard the the dude uh, Lee Jung Jae from uh, Squid Games, which I never watched, but I heard was good. He's gonna be in it too. Yeah, stacked cast. The cast is ridiculously stacked. <laughs> like, go. I'm not gonna tell. Just list it out here. Go look it up if you're curious. But it's like they have a cast to die for. I don't know. It sounds really, really interesting. It is one of the ones I'm more excited about too, just because, like you're saying. It, this kind of storytelling frees them from like the obligations of having to lead into anything. So they can really tell a story that could be just like chock-a-block full of surprises and re- and the references won't be, they won't be able to like lean on nostalgia in the way um, other Star Wars properties have. Yeah, like the only, you know, the only questionable thing is like, remember this, Jim? You know, and it's just like, oh, uh, this is the first IG unit or, you know, something like that. That, that, yeah. that type of stuff. You're like, oh, well, okay, I'm, I get it. I'm super, I've seen like one set shot and there's a lot of like familiar Star Wars bric-a-brac and tech and stuff. Because of course there's still like spaceships and lightsabers and stuff. And it's still futuristic by our standards. Um, but I am super interested to see how they make this feel older. Because that's something that the prequels never, I don't think, really did all that successfully. Maybe except for Phantom Menace, which has a lot of, like, crazy weird swings in terms of shape language and design. But, like, it never felt that much earlier than the original movies. Aside from the the fact that all the special effects (laughs) looked weirdly better. Uh, But I'm very interested, interested to see if they can pull off that patina. Like, make me believe it's in the past of this fictional world. Yeah, it's a good point. It's something that just feels actually a little bit older. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Maybe the shape language for the ships are a lot more, you know, a lot different. That was yeah. the one thing with the old Republic and stuff I always appreciated from the, uh, like, the Dark Horse yeah. comics. Where just, like, the ships just look like... People strapped squares to squares, and they were like, "This is our <laughs> yeah." They were pretty crazy. Their space, yeah. And again, fun lightsaber designs that aren't just, you know, you know, you know I know people might have given Kylo Ren some crap for his, you know, uh, bootleg lightsaber, but I, I kind of enjoyed at least <laughs> this break of the break of the shape. So it'd be nice to actually see some uh, potential other 
um, versions of it too. Yeah, I mean, I know why they couldn't bring back the green lightsaber for Luke. Obviously, the the Skywalker lightsaber has a storied history in all the the prequels, so bringing it back did make a certain amount of sense. But boy, howdy, do I miss that green lightsaber! Yeah, it'd be nice to have like have it in capable hands. That that's true. Because everyone who normally rocks a green light there was like, oh, Qui-Gon, huh? <laughs> yeah, Qui-Gon. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, he he was doing okay up until he really wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like, it was really bad. I mean, I do appreciate that backhanded Darth Maul. That's, that's my favorite part of Phantom Man is when he just pops him in the mush. And you're like, yeah, get it. Qui- <laughs> oh, you're, you're dead now. <laughs> Mm, yeah, it, you got you got you got faked out by a lightsaber. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit you!" Just kidding, <laughs> stab you through the gun. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah. chump, quite <laughs> chump. <laughs> wow, things have really we've really taken a turn. This gin is getting to me. It's making yeah, me. Well, it's making me bunchy. That's good. I mean, that's good. That's good though. I mean, we this is a this is a fun for anything any reason to get a little punchy. Talking about fun Star Wars, I think is is more reason than than uh, than usual. Uh, but uh, yeah, that does sound interesting. The accolade, I'm really looking forward to it. Still, I think the creative team behind it, I think the cast is incredible. I am just super excited to see where what their uh, what they're gonna get up to on that show? It'll, I, mm. you know, it'll be the true test of of like Disney's, like their creative vision for Star Wars, uh, in a way that we just never got with any of the other things they've done because they've been really beholden to the past and they're trying to like integrate and grow the, the the saga and and, and show us like corners of the same world that we've seen over and over and over again, but uh, going back that far really holds a lot of interesting opportunities and promise so let's see if they can uh let's see if they can deliver i hope they do yep ditto ditto we also got a trailer for the second volume of visions and boy did that look really stunning it looked amazing it looked absolutely amazing uh i was i was blown away by it and such a varied set of animation styles too they oh yeah so many different styles yeah they really uh kind of like expanded their visual vocabulary in uh in this updated this volume two of, of visions and boy does it look cool yeah i i i am eager eagerly oh man i can't even say it eagerly awaiting <laughs> the chin is really <laughs> it did it did it was like your tongue will no longer work <laughs> probably for the best um <laughs> i mean probably not that we're recording but probably for the best yeah no just it was just so visually striking the the first one that they kick off with with the uh like the sith looking dude and whoever that other person is with like the yellow lightsaber i was like this animation style is dope and yeah the, plus curved lightsaber curved lightsaber yeah give, give me the give me that cutlass finally <laughs> uh but ardman will be making a short mm-hmm, in this series mm-hmm. ardman of uh of you know um wallace and gromit 
and of course the uh, sleep number sheep. <laughs> of course, you're probably probably, familiar with. probably more well known for the sleep number sheep, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but I thought yeah. that was a big surprise. I think it's a real different style for them. But man, did it look good! It looked really good. Yeah, I think that's uh, the one focused on the Wookies, and I was like, Ee-hee. yeah. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Um, and that that short's called "I Am Your Mother," so that's a fun little. It's a fun little little twist on what you're expecting. Uh, but in general, yeah, looking just fantastic. Go watch it yourself. Go out there and check it out. It's really worth it. Um, I was talking to someone the other day, and they said, "Oh, that's weird. Didn't Visions season one bomb?" And I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't hear that. But I guess I didn't really hear much about it after its initial release. Uh, I don't know what the answer is. Sorry, bad <laughs> bad podcast <laughs> host. I didn't look it up. Uh, but uh, that was, I think, an interesting take that that impression is out there. I didn't get that impression at all. I just think the fact that it was just one run right it just came out for one day here are all of them watch them and that was it so i yeah. don't remember like visions like spitting anything out and they're only a little clip so uh and yeah shit ton of merch so i think they're doing all right um yeah yeah no i mean i enjoyed the the first visions was such uh again it's just a refreshing take to experience like star wars through other cultures lenses and everything else like what people pick up on it that you know i i would not even fathom or think about i mean the lightsaber parasol a lightsaber parasol sure i'll take it that's cool (laughs) i'll take it why not i'm here i'm here for it i'm here for it so i think it had to do well enough to yield a two or more importantly since it's animation probably banked a few seasons worth of it or at least ordered a few seasons worth of it to get their money's worth so i may 4th cannot come soon enough yeah every single episode drops on this year on star wars day on may 4th so look forward to it because gosh i sure am uh let's see what else did we hear about from the tv space hmm oh i think that's it wait a minute wait a minute I think we heard about a little something called Ahsoka. We finally got the first trailer for Ahsoka after waiting so long. Daddy Filoni has blessed us with a <laughs> with a beautiful, very in- evocative, engaging trailer for Ahsoka. Yeah, I got. I, I was. I've been waiting for this. I, I've shared how much this character initially I couldn't stand, but now is probably one of my favorite, one of my favorite for sure. Yeah. Star Wars characters out is there. Is that everyone's? Easily. Is it, maybe that's everyone's experience with uh, Snips, as she's called by oh, her uh, Anakin Skywalker throughout the uh, Clone Wars cartoon? I, I think so. I think it's collectively. I mean, I think there are some people who are like, "Oh, she's cool from the beginning." And I just didn't see it, but it, it it took watching that, and then when she renounced the Jedi Order in that episode, I was like, "Man, I was like, you're a baller, you're a baller." Okay, you're okay in my book, Ahsoka. You're okay in my book, and to finally get Ahsoka the show after such a, a fun, like a, 
episode of Mandalorian showcasing her and then seeing all my favorites, you know, like all my favorite Rebels characters. Should it be called just Rebels, the the live action season? Because it seems kind of like that. I mean, it does, but I don't know who get who if Rebels carries more weight than Ahsoka, right? Like in terms of naming, but it it it's it to me it's uh, Rebel seasons five as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and it's a hundred percent what it feels like, even though Rebels ended with Ahsoka and Sabine leaving to go look for Ezra. So obviously, their first go around looking for Ezra and Thrawn did not work, right? Because they're like, back at it again. You find them? Nope. Yep. What's over it's there? It's like, hey, it's been a no. long time. Uh, yeah. Uh, you want to try again? <laughs> you want to try looking for him again? I'm sure we almost got him last time. I have a it's good weird. feeling about finding him this time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that doesn't really matter to me all that much if they never address that. But it is kind of interesting that that's where we left it last time. They're, I think they're going to have to keep come up with some pretty interesting... Story justifications for those of us who remember. Yeah, I think it was partly because they're like, we'll never get to do something like this again. So let's just do that. And they went looking for Ezra. And <laughs> yep, that, and maybe they found him. And maybe they found him. And they're like, oh, wait, you mean we got a TV show we can do? Oh, wait, you mean we got a TV show we can put her in? Oh, okay, we're going to have break on some of that stuff. And they went <laughs> looking for him a little bit. And and then they got frustrated after about two days and said, I give up. Cut to ten years later, they're going to try again. Surely, surely he's fine, right? They're getting the band back together. But like all your favorites are there. We get to see Lothal. Yes. (laughs) I was so happy. I was like, finally, the wheat fields of Lothal. Oh man! Action. The the budget constraints designed <laughs> Lothal. It's the same uh, different building, a single tower, and a bunch of straight straight highways. I'm for it. I'm for it. Again. I mean, I'm ex- I'm joking a little bit, but I'm excited to see it. I'm ex- I'm excited to see Ezra's tower that made a little appearance in the uh, in the trailer, uh, and a loth cat. Uh, mm-hmm. in, you know, a live-action Lothcat. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, but Lothcat, but yes. None of this us. is, none of this is important because we gotta talk about what has gripped the Star Wars fandom like nothing else in the past, I don't know, decade. That's right. Were the lightsabers in Ahsoka Sith lightsabers and red because of weird color grading or were they orange lightsabers? Uh, and that has some sort of meaning beyond the fact that just Sith are like, we could have different colored ones too. We're tired, tired of flat red all the time. What about a warm red? Hmm? Well, how's that hit you? I'm going to go with the, um, the color grading problem. Maybe maybe because of this uh, ruckus, they'll, they'll be red by the time the show <laughs> starts. I mean, look, anything in kind of that red color spectrum, I just kind of give to uh, the, 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 the bad guys, the dark Jedis. I'm just like, yeah, <clears throat> until you get yeah. to like, you know, purples and then that kind of whatever. Here's, that red, I got a question orange? for you, John. Yeah. 
Are you aware in the new Disney canon how a lightsaber is turned red in, uh, by the Sith? It's probably some sort of stupid, like, they corrupt it. Uh, yeah, I think that that's probably a very concise way of saying it. They, they, uh, they, they like they take a kyber crystal and uh, get it to smoke and and drink behind uh, bars. Kind and... of, kind of. You're you're. I think you're almost hitting it on the head there. So it is. Uh, the kyber is um, changed through a process called bleeding, in which the the Sith Force user pours all of their hatred and avarice into the kyber crystal, and it causes the magical light side leaning normally crystal to be infused with hatred and it bleeds it bleeds like a a mystical blood and that turns the crystal red so that's a thing (laughs) so that's that and and that's real um so here i so i got a little is that canon that's canon so that's in the comic books was angry at a crystal, and then it turned the crystal red. Versus you got just it. like, oh hey, I found you know like I'm a Jedi. La 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 la. I'm in the Kyber cave. La 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 la. Oh, those red ones. I can't grab those, but any of these greens and blues and, and yellows. Don't purple, forget yellows. And yeah, and one purple. <laughs> one purple. Well, I'm gonna grab um, one of these instead because I'm a good guy. La 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 la. Then you know, bad guys do the same thing. La 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 la. I'm Sith. Give me the red one. Yeah, no, they're not just saving the red ones for <laughs> their enemy. No, this is not how it is done. It is a it is a nefarious process called bleeding. Um, so, John, I have there's a wrinkle to the story in that I have looked up what Dave Filoni has said about the orange lightsabers after and he said the they're orange. Uh, well, here's what he said. He said. He was like, whoa, hey, great eye. Wow, you noticed my little change. He's like, well, when I was watching the original trilogy, the fluc- the color of the lightsaber fluctuated a lot, and sometimes it was more orange, and sometimes it was more cr- crimson. Uh, and But then he says, so that seems like he's just, it's a color grading thing, right? Uh, and then, but he, then he says, but nothing is an accident, wink, wink. And that's a, in the typical cryptic Filoni fashion. Uh, that's what he said about it. So he starts off by saying it's 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 just a creative choice, seemingly. Uh, but then he ends it with a but maybe it's not. Hoo, hoo, hoo. He's like, I really enjoy orange otter pops, and those will be the lightsaber colors from here forth out. Versus, I don't know, the original trilogy, they had the rotoscope and they used reflective tape on sticks. So sometimes the stick got through and the rotoscoping didn't happen. That that was yeah. your... Oh, okay, Floney. Whatever, whatever. You know what? So the speculation is that these two evil-looking Sith-type characters aren't really Sith characters. They're something in between. Much like Ahsoka is kind of not really a Jedi anymore. And she has the white lightsabers. They there is a reasoning behind the orange lightsabers. Some people say that okay. during the trailer where Ahsoka is fighting, who one of the uh, one of the fights she's doing in that shipyard area, mm-hmm. she's fighting what is very obviously one of the Inquisitors from the Rebel show. 
um, the shape of the helmet really gives it away. And people are saying that that lightsaber looks more crimson. And so having the other ones be much more in a yellow color space or an orange color space really does lend credence to that. Um, to that theory, because the uh, the two people wielding them are apprentice and master, so there is a connection between the two. So it would kind of make sense that they have very similar colored lightsabers. But I mean, none of that matters, John, because finally there's a character in Star Wars that I can cosplay. That's <laughs> that true. I don't have to lose a pound of weight. Yeah, you just need the gain about five inches and or six inches in height. Because sure, Ray sure. Stevenson is a big, he's a big dude. Oh yeah, look, we could just take pictures of me next to things that I'll, make me look taller. Yeah, yeah, I'll shoot up. I'll exactly. shoot exactly right near but the Goonies. I, I'm shooting right, Goonies right. up. Yes, uh, do the uh, do the Goonie angle. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, finally, a, a guy with a big old white beard. And the salt and pepper hair and uh, orange lightsaber and just wears a bunch of layers of black. Heck, yeah, finally. I'm happy for you. Something for me. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Uh, uh, poor, At long poor. last, I, I don't have to be like, uh, maybe I'll cosplay as, as Will Riker, but like f- overweight Will Riker. <laughs> Will Riker, I mean, who's really let himself go. Yeah. <laughs> number one's more like number three at this point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'll take both a number one and a number three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy that you can finally um, uh, dress up like uh, a Jedi, a Star Wars character. It's, 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 mm-hmm. a big, it's a big deal, and he looks like he's wearing leather. He definitely looks like he, he's he's a Darth Vader from Wish.com, but... <laughs> he does do a very similar hallway scene. We get a brief shot of him in this trailer. Uh, Want to really give it up to Ray Stevenson and his, lights, his, his blaster blocking technique? He has some real amazing pose discipline. It looks very mechanical and cool when he's uh, blasting, uh, blocking those blaster shots. He's like, um, one, seven, three, one, seven. He has... A Darth Malgus vibe about him. He does uh, kind of have a Darth Malgus vibe. Because he's got that, like, I mean, this is an imposing dude. That's why I loved him in Punisher, like, Warzone. Because it's like, if the Punisher was 6'7", and every gun in his hand looked like toy guns, he's the scary. Built like a brick shithouse. house. (laughs) Like, I would not, no crimes would be committed. And just kind of seeing how the, the... they got the hood to actually sit and the, the cloak and everything. I was like, yeah, he's got like a Malgus vibe. He even has the um, light paneling on the uh, gauntlets. I saw like oh, a yeah. couple buttons and stuff. And I was just like, in a belt buckle? I love me a belt buckle size. I, 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 was, I was like, okay, cool. I'm down for it. And they're definitely orange. In, in <laughs> they're sun-kissed orange. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they they definitely, uh, if there is a white light, lightsaber inside of that orange lightsaber, it's a creamsicle lightsaber. <laughs> let's just <laughs> let's just get, put that. Another uh, pop soccer prediction, sure to come true. Uh, the orange lightsabers from Ahsoka are creamsicle <laughs> flavored, and they will address it in the show. On the outside, it's orange, but on the inside, it tastes like vanilla. And then that person dies, of course, because they had to be stabbed with it to to taste it. 
Um, I'm pretty, uh, at least one of the rebels on the ship is going to say that <laughs> they're going to just stop the show dead in his tracks to relay that bit of information. I'm not um, questioning anything. Like I said, anything you say about star Wars is correct now. Until <laughs> I, I got to wait for you to fall hard, <laughs> like a lot of fall from grace for me to feel confident in, in, in my predictions, which are usually pretty correct. So, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you're losing your clock. touch. Uh, you're you're disconnecting. Uh, you're you're losing your grip on the force. You're disconnected from it. Um, but uh, 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 we got to see Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Hera Sandula. Yeah, that was fun. She getting, yeah, she getting cast. I was like, who's she gonna play? Who, who's she gonna play? And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh shit, she's Hera. I got Chopper. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Live the action second Chopper. live action uh, debut of T- Chopper, the first one being Rogue One, of course, in the background. Yeah. Oh, and they announced a Chopper toy that I'm gonna buy. Ooh, so happy! <laughs> so happy! Yeah. No, it was like Rebels to me was my my favorite of the kind of Clone Wars uh-huh. Rebels cartoons. Uh, period. And I, I'm just so happy to see all these characters. Um, they get them back again. And um, oh, absolutely! Uh, cap, you know, captain, captain by the very capable Ahsoka. So I'm, I, I will. I, this one, I don't want to make any promises, but I might stay up to midnight to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the first episode, surely. I, uh, yeah. I'm just excited that there's going to be more. Space magic. I haven't missed space magic so much. I didn't know how much I loved Jedi's and space magic until they just stopped doing it. They're like, eh, let's stop doing it for a while. We're everyone's sick of Jedi. Not me. Not Forrest. Forrest still wants Jedi. Give me Jedi. Gum, gum, gum. But yeah, I don't, you just want Jedi to do cool things. Like yeah. you have them there, they should be doing the cool things. And when they don't, they're disappointing. But when they do cool things, you want more of the cool things. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, and uh, we got some cool shots of uh, Sabine meditating in Ezra's tower. We got she's looking at a little a uh, little projection of Ezra. We know we're gonna get a projection of Ezra at least in the uh, you know pretty early on. Um, looks like she's got Ezra's lightsaber too. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that one was hard to tell. Yeah. Also, also I wasn't combing through the. Uh... I watched the um, trailer three times back to back. First time I told everyone, shut the mouth. I was like, shut your mouth, shut your mouth. Yeah. Second time they started talking. And the third time I just zoned everybody out. I didn't like <laughs> comb through every shot. I just, I just want to see everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah. We even get the lightsaber building droid. Uh, oh, from right. Clone Wars. From yeah. Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah that's kind of, that was a really cool callback. It looks great in uh, live action. I have to say made this, the, Definitely was one of the upgrades uh, from from cartoon to live action. I guess they've all been kind of upgrades, but him especially. Yeah, and it's uh, it sounds like the same. Uh, it was David Tennant who did the voice for it, so it mm-hmm. sounds like David Ten- David Tennant. So I'm like happy to see he's on board with that, even Absolutely. if it's for like you know a couple of scenes or something. Yeah, uh, who knows? Maybe it's just him being like, perhaps it's time to do a new Jedi thing. What do you say? Hmm. I hear there's a guy named Luke Skywalker who's building a stone temple. Sure, that won't go bad. 
Stones are send, send all your people there. Everyone you find. Surely nothing bad will happen to them. Oh. I don't I don't have a I don't have the force. I just know how to build a lightsaber. It's a totally different thing. One thing that people were saying that uh um that Ray Stevenson's character, who is named uh Balin, I think. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good Star Wars name. It's a heck of a good Star Wars name. Yeah. They really saved, just when you thought the moment had passed, they saved the best for Balin. Um, but uh, people are saying that his lightsaber hilt, hilt looks a little bit uh, reminiscent of um, uh, Kanan's with the flared out sort of uh, disc-shaped emitter. I don't know if there's any connection there, but people are saying, hmm, looks a little bit like the one that Kanan used. It's hard. Well, I I, I thought Kanan's was a nice lightsaber design. Um, it's hard to, it's really hard to tell in the clips, but maybe, I mean, it's a, it's a good, it's a good choice, but I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I think people look for too much symbolism in everything and yeah, we should just stop at the orange. <laughs> Well, the 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 blood orange kyber crystal that you had to yell at. Yeah, you. I mean, maybe that's. I heard that that theory about this the orange lightsabers that it's like like only partially like they it's only partially bled. So they're just like, ooh, just a little bit of hatred. Ah, orange. There we go. You gotta make. You gotta time it just right, or you get crimson. I'm not mad at you, Kyber Crystal anymore. <laughs> Just like okay, Ooh, yeah, okay. it's. I mean, I'm for it, and I guess uh, whoever his apprentice is, we'll see what uh, she ends up doing. Um, <laughs> Whatever is her deal. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Did I? Did what did I call it before? Balor? No. No, Balin. It's Balin. Okay. Okay. I was right. They got. Yeah, you said. They got. I'm not. Balin. I'm not losing it. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, what is her, her name is not as strong as, as his, cause I remember his, but, uh, what is her name? Uh, let's look it up, but let's access the R2 unit. <laughs> how can I, how can I theme this to Star Wars? Uh, Balin. I'm almost certain, certainly, it's certain I said Baylor. Either way. <laughs> no, you said Balin. Uh, Balin, Star Wars uh, Apprentice. Here we go. <laughs> the first. So his name is Balin Skull. You know, like the chewing tobacco. <laughs> yeah, that's a little. Uh, okay, that's a little, <laughs> little edge lordy now. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> He's always, yeah. they cut out all the parts of him just be like, <laughs> he, it's, he's got a little like, uh, he spits into the bottom half of his lightsaber. It's a little, little, little chew. <laughs> Balin Skull loves to chow. <laughs> That's why it's orange. Just kept spitting on the Kyber Crystal. Until he okay, got a nice I, tobacco hue. I need to. I do need to make a correction here. It's the what they thought. Um, the the apprentice was using a lightsaber that looked like uh, a Kanan's, uh, not him. Uh, so there you go. There, there's your correction. If you're jogging through, 
Um, let me give you a let me give you a timestamp to go to uh, to see what I'm talking about. Um, so we can all look it up here on real time. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's taking way too long. I'm under pressure. Uh, I'm just sweating bullets. Uh, 30, over here. 30, between 36, 38. Okay. So we go all the way up to, yeah, go starting 30s. at minute yes. or at 37, yep, 36. Yeah, 30, 36 yeah, 30. Seconds. Yeah, thirty-eight is the first clip you get from. Okay, it. what do you think, here, John? Let's bring up. Let's bring up a side-by-side comparison. Let's see, Caden's lightsaber man. Um, hmm, hmm. There are definitely some similarities I'm seeing here. What do you think, John? It has the little disky uh, cross guard or hand guard thing, and then the emitter has that little cutout sort of i don't know i don't know it kind of looks more like it looks like a disc and then like the top of the luke's green lightsaber is kind of pasted on there yeah that's what i was going to say it doesn't I don't look think like it's, unless it's no. turned away no because there's a shot where you can see it upside down and it looks just like it's coming yeah it look so okay if you go to like literally the first 37 second, you can get a real clear shot of it. Hold on. Hold on. We got we got technologies. I'm sure everyone wants to see this. So it's mm. a flat disc on top, but then it has a guard where her hand is. Yeah. And that's certainly Kanan like. But well, I guess his what had would be the, a the taller emitter though. It wasn't like he had a guard flat and whatever. It was like there was a guard and then the emitter just like had a yeah, little his, uh, sheath or like tube on top. Yeah, it has like a like an overhang, or it's like it's asymmetrical in a way that this doesn't really appear. Um, but let me send you this image. Um, let me send you this image a little bit, maybe a little more credence to this theory. If she's holding it this way, ooh, you know what? It does have the silver band, then the dark band right above it. Hmm. Okay, down in the bottom here, we see a little bit of a reflective silver. Uh, so, mm, I guess that could be the like the black, that sort of like one-sided black grip. It's too hard to tell. I don't know. I mean, yeah, let's get a side shot of Canaan's. That. Like you see, it's we're not seeing it get cut off. It, I think it's a flat disc on top of another disc. I think it's yeah, similar. Hard to but say. I don't, yeah, it's going to be hard to say until we uh, see it hanging I, from the belt or the toy. Yeah, I think the one thing that gives it a little bit of credence, or at least gives it like a little bit of plausibility, is the fact that it could be hiding behind the blade. The little. Uh, the little uh, overhang of the nozzle. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I can't make the call. But I don't know what significance that would be. Uh, I hope not. I hope you know the the brave sacrifice of Kanan. I hope that. Uh, wait, wait, but wait a second. Wait, hold on a, a second. Was Kanan's lightsaber not given to Thrawn at some point? I think he got it back though. Mm, okay. Were, it was the episode he was captured and stuff. He went and got it back and then got blown up 
if I remember and correctly. And then he got blown up. Yeah, oh, spoilers. Well, we did the spoilers, but he got blown up, people. Yeah, so I We're just don't fine. remember. I don't remember what happened to it. What I'd probably find maybe more plausible was maybe they shared a, 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 a Jedi Master or something like that. Hmm, interesting. That's interesting. Uh, I think we do know that uh, Balin over here um, is a survivor of Order 66. I mean, he has to be. His age, yeah, where the, when this takes place, it, it works out. But Yeah, and I mean, because if you look at Caden, Caden, Caden's Jedi Master, uh, her lightsaber was very similar as well. It just It was just green so maybe it was like that's his sister or something like that i don't know and, hmm, there uh, might be some connection there but hard to say i mean i love kanan's uh, style i just really hope this isn't like oh it's his lightsaber that we corrupted after we've dug it out from getting blown up i yeah, it does be a real I, jerk I don't, move yeah i don't need that i don't need these i don't need i don't need we already moments. see this lady uh mowing down a whole bridge of republic officers who I guess we don't really care about anymore after those episodes of uh, Mandalorian where it showed the Republic to be a real <laughs> soulless real. corporate hegemony, yeah. but uh, a um, piece of work for sure. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what uh, what you know, Filoni and Favreau are trying to tell us, but um, interesting stuff. Anyway, uh, that aside. A really in- incredible uh, trailer, f- packed with imagery that if you love, if you liked Rebels at all, you're just going to be thrilled to see. Um, hard to say that they're getting the band back together. You know, it it seems like they're maybe telling a couple different stories, but at least it seems like we're going to check in with most people from the show. Uh, and that's what yeah. I need. So yeah. I, I, that's that's what I need. So I'm, all he- I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I mean, I thought overall celebration was like it was a lot of stuff. A lot of yeah, stuff. they really announced a lot of stuff. Now, hard to take these announcements too seriously because I think you can go back a couple celebrations and you'll have a very different looking slate <laughs> that is mostly canceled at this point. Uh, a couple of things made it through, including the acolyte, as we mentioned already. Um. There was also some uh, seasoned two, seasoned season two of Andor footage shown that we did not uh, see. It was not released to the public, but apparently it's showing, uh, hey, everyone, calm down. This is the real start to the rebellion now, the true start. We saw a little bit of the start in season one, but now we're going to really get into it. Well, you know, they've never made any illusions. They did say... um... You know, it's going to lead right up to Rogue One, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's his ass on that planet. And you know, <laughs> you could you could watch season two, the end of it, and then boom, right into Rogue One, and see how he also gets blown up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and some key uh, people are returning. Uh, we got Rebel Cell members uh, Vel Sarth Sarthra. And Luther Real, Real, Real. Uh, so those two are back, um, and then all your f- other friends. I guess there's like a four-year time jump. I think. Oh really? 
Uh, yeah, they're gonna do a, t- a time jump, so he's like more I- embedded with the the rebels. I think at this point. All right, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think it it does too. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see. I think this is like and the second season. They're only doing two seasons. It's like uh, two and out. Good. I don't think you could. I, please don't keep stretching this one out. You don't have to. Yeah, anyone who's been watching the season three of Mandalorian, <laughs> I think you're saying good idea. Two yeah. and done. Well, I mean, this, I don't know, man. I got a, I got a wild theory on Mandalorian, which won't matter because you'll, you know the answer already, but. Okay, um, yeah, let's save it. Let's save it. Yeah. Let's save it. Let's, let's tease it. Let's make people listen to the whole episode. We'll, we'll circle back at the end. Yeah, well, I got, it's, it's wild. It's wild. It I feels can, like it's all right. Doing, Stay tuned for a doozy of a theory brought to you by the man who predicted that we would see Jar Jar Binks. I'm still holding out hope. I'm not two more episodes. We got two more episodes. We got two more episodes. Um, I will say this about celebration. Uh, Mm -hmm. Andor is exciting. It's coming 2024. I, you know, when they announced they were doing the the new movies, which was, it's cool. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for it. I was waiting for them to say, yeah, and uh, one of the movies is going to be directed by uh, Bryce Dallas Howard because um, you should give she her a movie to direct. She certainly deserves it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's definitely doing the best episodes of any show that she has given the the reins of. So, yeah, let's see a yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard directed movie. Yeah, or, you yeah. know, yeah, just give her everything. Just let her run the universe. I'm okay with it. I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm here for it. Uh, yeah, I am definitely here for it. But um, yeah, they they still said Lando's still being worked on. But yeah, no we're news still there. apparently getting the Lando se- uh, series at some point. Uh, no mm-hmm. news. We're still getting the Taika Waititi uh, movie as well. But they did not talk about it at all. So well, I guess we'll have to wait for that. Yep, uh, they they said they won't be doing a uh, season two of Obi Wan anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> Shocking. Wonder why. Yeah, wonder why. Um, and uh, what about I Book think, of Boba Fett? <laughs> When's that coming back? I think they were saying, well, I, I believe that, like most sitcoms, sometimes you only get one and done. And they haven't they haven't said they're not going to do it, but uh, mm, I think that's going to be a, uh, far away off. Um, they announced that Bad Batch is getting a third and final season. Ooh, um, yeah, put that out of its misery. <laughs> I mean, after season two, you're just like, what are we doing here? What are, what are, what are we doing <laughs> they here? They still like, got stories to tell. I mean, uh, you could have, I could do, I think I could do a super cut of season two, and it would be like a good 50 minutes worth of watching. That would give you everything you need in season two of uh, hmm. Substance. Please yeah. do. Yeah, because it is. I mean, it, it's obvious now. All they're doing is setting up how the first order came to be for most of the things, and it's that is a slower burn about something that I'm not really like that invested in. It's cool to find out, but I'm just like, eh. yeah, maybe how does that may- work though, John? <laughs> the timeline I, doesn't seem to line up. Well, so. Bad Batch happens right after Revenge of the Sith, so it's during the rise of the Empire. A lot of their side focus has been on the cloning side of things and the Emperor's special project. So it's just all setting up that he spent so many years trying to (laughs) 
clone himself or clone something. And then I just love the idea of like a, a show that is set during. I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to it. But I love the idea of a show set during the Empire, which is its own thing. Which being like, oh yeah, but there's another. <laughs> there's another like photocopy of the Empire. They're gonna come out. It's gonna be. You're gonna have to wait a little bit, but trust me, it's gonna be good. First, they're gonna have a planet that's a weapon. You're like, whoa, this is crazy. It blows up multiple planets at once. A Death Star that is a planet. I don't I don't understand. How can they get any bigger? But guess what? They're not. Third movie, every Star Destroyer's gonna have one of these babies on it. Just you <laughs> wait. The Emperor's been saving the good sauce for when he br- brings out his fleet. Uh yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, oh yeah, they think the Empire is bad. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> you wait. We're been we're been a bunch of, we're putting okay, you know all ships, right, that have guns on them? putting a big one on all of them <laughs> oh yes you it's gonna be crazy watch out for the first order this empire <laughs> i mean talk i mean talk about a dude committed to like one thing like he's he's like pretty much the guy who tries to push keto on you all the time like, Come on, oh, yeah, the yeah, big yeah. The big laser gun is gonna work i tell you it'll be great i People figured it out after yeah. after being defeated and killed we were always, how can this gun be bigger? We need it to go smaller. We need it. It needs to be more portable, you see. I get it. But it still does the same thing. And I'll build it on this <laughs> weird planet that just is like all kind of water and one mountain. It's fine. And guess what? This one's mine. So it's we're going to have people with red armor. Because finally, <laughs> Grand Moff Tarkin isn't around <laughs> To, to veto all my cool ideas. I mean, yeah, pretty much. I was like, yeah. I was like, shit, all right, you are committed. But that's all this seems to be setting up now. So it's like, okay, whatever. I'm here for it. But that really, the Bad Batch is like, you want to talk about a show about kind of nothing. I still watch it, but I'm just like, Ooh. we're the Bad Batch. We're bad. Yeah, um, I, was, I was hoping it'd be more like Hogan's Heroes, and really it isn't. So, yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> it's kind of like a team, but uh, they don't build any cool shit <laughs> to solve their problems. You know, <laughs> da, 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 da. fall asleep. Um, that's fun. Uh, any other TV news you can think of? I don't think any other big TV news came out. No, no. I think other than that, it was just the, um, yeah, a couple of other shows I think they mentioned for uh, Tales of the Jedi is getting another one because Dave Filoni wants more. Yeah, Uh, he's got more. He's got, there's more cracks that need filling. We need nothing left. We need all history, no mystery. That's it. Uh, Uh, What else? No, that, and then there's uh, one kids show that's also going to take place during the height of the high. Republic. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like Young I, Jedi Tales or something. I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, looked yeah, like yeah. Muppet Babies, uh, except worse and in CG. And so I just kind of skip a rooney over that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not for me. Was, not for me exactly. But um, yeah, that's it for all the TV news. And then the um, yeah, the, the you know, like I mentioned earlier, the big news is three new movies. 
Yeah, but not really a trilogy, interestingly enough. Just three kind of disparate movies, which is cool. We have... First we have, I mean, the big news, I think, was uh, that Daisy Ridley is back. Ray is back. We're going to get to see something I've always wanted to see in a Star Wars movie, which is the actual founding and building of the Jedi Academy. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we'll actually get a building. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a curriculum. Uh, <laughs> but the new Jedi Order will be found uh, founded. And uh, just so happy to see Ray is getting another shot at it. I hope we get her awesome lightsaber in this one. Uh, and this was the one that was being directed, I think, by Damon Lindelof. But he was like, peace. I'm out of here. This sucks. I can't do this. So we got someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the director of Miss Marvel, which is a really interesting choice. Yeah, I think it'll be good, though. I think, yeah, I she's mean... really prolific, uh, a really prolific director. Um, and uh, I think that from a direction standpoint, it's hard to fart. Uh, <laughs> it's all <laughs> fart. It's hard to fault uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, I, think, I, I agree. And I, and I don't... At some point, I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need to uh, fly up to you or something, and I need you to really explain to me why all the people don't like Ray so much. Um, well, I don't know where you're looking, John. Who you're talking to? But the response has not been like people. I think what I have seen is people generally agree. Even people who don't like the the prequels like Ray as a character. I well then I need to go introduce you to a bunch of people and uh, t- evangelize that because I was getting people I can't stand Ray like even even in my own household even in that's my a, own household and I was just like that's What's a shame wrong and with a you? wrong opinion <laughs> yeah I was like it's bad and it was like well it's my opinion and I was like your opinion is bad um, yeah you should reevaluate yeah. it because it's a real yeah, dump I, a, a dumpy garbage opinion. <laughs> Yeah, like no matter what you thought about those movies, she she was enjoyable. I liked Ray, and I, and I think that hit me at the point where I'm just like I'm I'm looking for people who could represent other people who normally aren't, you know, represented. So if a little kid could feel like they, if a little girl or whoever wants to feel like they could be Ray, let them be Ray and enjoy that. And she was super enjoyable as that, like acted very well. So I was just like. So happy to see that she, you know, she kind of came back to the fold and she she's getting this chance. So I'll definitely be, I'll definitely, well, I won't be in line, but I'll definitely buy some tickets for it. Oh, yeah. And Daisy Ridley is a complete delight. Uh, she kills the shit out of that role. Um, she, her character arc, while, you know, uneven and not perfect, certainly, is really interesting. And uh, I cannot wait to see, like, there's a lot of uncertainty in the character of Ray. Her journey was like uh, more, even more rocky than Luke's in terms of, of you know, coming to grips with herself and her power and really accepting her place in the whole grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think that that really makes for a really interesting foundation to to be the person who is trying to rebuild the Jedi Order after it, it is its absence in all these years. I think, man, it just. That whole premise, I think, is really interesting and, and ripe for um, a, a, the the potential there is really high for a great movie. So I do hope that they're able to pull it off. I, I think that um, they haven't turned in the first draft of the script yet, so I don't think they're any very close to filming it even. So who knows when it will release. 
Uh, well, you know what? Take your time. Get, yeah. it, get it right. Tell the story that makes the most sense. But whatever you do, please do not bring back Kylo Ren. His story's <laughs> well, been told. Yeah, I could see Ben Solo coming back as a Force ghost. I could sure, see but Luke coming back, making doing a, a cameo. Sure, but don't don't give me like, oh, he, he survived after all, <laughs> and he nope, hot wired nope. one of those star destroyers that crashed to the ground, and he flew it out of there, and took him fifteen years, you know. But don't give me any of that. Just you can do the Force Ghost thing, but let's let's keep this about Ray and the new Jedi and whatever new threats are out there that are not giant grand army style threats. Give me some other stuff. Yeah. And it, since it's only like a, uh, like a standalone movie, I could t- I definitely see them giving us something a little more interesting in terms of a villain. Cause it doesn't need to be like somewhat a going concern for multiple movies because these other two movies couldn't be more different. We're going to get way different. Yeah. We're going to get basically what the, is uh, the equivalent of the defenders movie that Marvel did when they were doing shows on Netflix uh, because Dave Maloney is going to get his like culmination of all the disparate shows and threads. They'll all come together in a movie. So this is an interesting, this is a little bit of an interesting uh, twist. We're going to really talk about, talk about really depending on your audience's familiarity with a lot more content. Uh, but apparently the, all his, the different shows that he's, He's producing. We got the Mandalorian, uh, Book of Boba Fett. I think to a certain extent, uh, and uh, Ahsoka will all kind of um, come together and culminate in this theatrical experience. Well, you know what? He has done so much for Star Wars, and his bread, like. Uh, put put enough new life into it and made a lot of things make more sense, you know, with the, the real deepness that he's gone with it, that giving him a movie, I think is a cool, cool thing. And whether, whether this is the culmination of all the shows that he's been working on and stuff and just putting it movie form, I'm for, you know, at a certain point, most of these stories need to stop and they need to start telling new ones. So it'll be interesting to see. <laughs> I'm see, excited see to hear there's like goes. a little cap. You know what I mean? Like we have an end to look forward to, uh, whenever that, uh, whenever that happens. So that I think that that's fun. Um, that's probably the the movie I'm least interested in because it's like he will tell the the dawning of the new republic or whatever. <laughs> like, kind of it'll lead into Force Awakens, I guess, in a way. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe the. Maybe this is like maybe Grand Admiral Thrawn will have nothing to do with the Imperial Remnant in uh, in the upcoming Ahsoka show, and he'll actually be leading the Chiss uh, into battle. Um, certainly, the the bridge of the ship he's on is not Empire adjacent, so maybe the, this will be a big event movie with the Chiss being the 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 primary antagonist, which would be interesting be new yeah interesting i'm I'm not gonna lie i'd be disappointed that if thrawn didn't herald in the first order yeah i mean she does say heir to the empire (laughs) in the trailer so it would be like it it would be shitty that if the next thing she says was to clarify (laughs) i mean the chiss empire (laughs) 
Sorry, slip of the tongue. Yeah, Ooh. no. <laughs> I mean, give me, like, look, give me more than one chiss, I'll be excited. But, you know, let's just, let's give Thrawn his through. Let's give Thrawn his due. He deserves it. He's yeah. one, of the, one of the best non-force bad guys in all of Star Wars. Let's give him his due. Let's have him do this, and then let's have whatever... Dave Filoni thing is going to end cap, end cap, and be like, yeah, Thrawn did it after all. Even if they defeat him, he, he did enough. He, you know, kicked the tires and started the fires or something, and that's it. Let's let's call it there, but don't do that to me. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that to me. Now, yeah, now I'm kind of sad because you you were right about that episode of Mando. <laughs> I'm kind of scared that you might be right about this, too. Oh. Yeah, I I don't – I hope that it is – it does kind of – I hope that it fills in the cracks for the the sequels in a way that Dave Filoni is just like so brilliant at doing um, for movies that have a lot of plot holes. I hope it kind of it, it acts as that same sort of springboard to maybe a, a reevaluation of those movies. Maybe we'll see. Um, but I think what has to be the most baffling announcement because so that's kind of like. The, we got the Star Wars that'll be in, uh, set in the future of the universe, which is uh, Ray's movie. We have mm-hmm. like the one that will be set in the present of Star Wars, I guess, kind of uh, based on the sort of the status quo set up by the shows. And then mm-hmm. we're getting one that's way in the past, <laughs> like thousands and thousands of years in the past, uh, directed by James Mangold. Uh, he has described this James Mangold if you're not familiar is is the director of the brand new Indiana Jones uh, in the Dial of Destiny which got a new trailer also released at Celebration Mm -hmm. Uh, but you probably know him a little bit better from the hit sort of uh, Old Man Logan adaption from 2017 called Logan yeah yeah that's him um and uh, so he is going to make a, a Star Wars movie that is described as a what he looks sees as a biblical epic about the very first like Jedi ever. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he's going a little too far back. <laughs> uh, I am very interested. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. This seems nuts. Of all the things they could have chosen, I do like that. Again, I do like they're going way back and going to give us something really new and interesting. Uh, but is this someone just like with a microscope being like, hey, everyone, I've discovered <laughs> metachlorines. If you eat enough of them, you get them. And then it gives you tingly stomach and uh, superpowers. I, I have... Um... Yeah, this is the one that I question the most. Yeah, like, it's like, definitely a big swing. It's a it's a bold move. Look, I was happy when they showed the timeline and they're finally giving the old republic its actual due. Um so that was cool to see. But then they're like Dawn of the Jedi is like, say what now? <laughs> like it's a little yeah. too far back. I, I don't need Cro Magnon Jedi. I Well, that's I, what we're gonna get. We're gonna get like the the very first per, uh, person to use the force. Now, we saw a um, mosaic of that character or of that person in the the cave on Octo. Yep, yep. Uh, but that looked like an alien. So, do you think that's gonna? Is this gonna be starring an alien? Uh, 
I mean, that would be slightly one step better than what it probably will actually be. Um, it's probably just gonna be some dude. Maybe it's Jude Law. <laughs> he's yeah, just been hey. around all the years, and he's just <laughs> and he just sticks around. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'll tell you this, John. I'll yeah, tell you go this. ahead. You, you sell me on it. I don't know. Move. Obviously, when he says biblical epic, that brings a lot of things to to mind. He he mentioned he wanted to make the Ten Commandments of Star Wars. So okay, wow. That's uh, yeah, a long so that, movie. I don't want to. <laughs> I can't be watching that every Easter either. So. Yeah, it's like it's like a full fifteen minutes of it in the middle, just gonna be uh, the first Jedi reading commandments, for yeah. just like fifteen minutes straight. Um, but I'll tell you this: if they structure it like my personal religion, uh, which is of course Dragon Ball Z, sure. if they structure it like that, and it's like somebody like you know Goku who hasn't uncovered his powers really but just when he needs to when the bad guy's about to win that he really goes super Jedi Saiyan uh I would 100% be there for that like if it is like one of those like a power awakens and that person goes just uh just goes ham on the bad guy uh I would be I would be there for that kind of thing I I don't know I <laughs> I don't I'm not an erudite or cultured person. I have no real uh reverence for the the 10 commandments movie with uh Charlton Heston. Uh but uh you know, I mean the new Indiana Jones looks good and I really liked Logan, so hard to argue with uh James Mangold and his creative choices. I mean sure. I I think I was getting kind of happy that we were getting away with trying, getting away from trying to explain what the force was. <laughs> but and, here we go again. And I don't. It's just something that I know will never match whatever could be in my head canon. Nor is it something that I honestly think needs to be explored in that level no. of detail. We don't need okay. to be going back this far. I think it's just look. Bold, bold statement here. Just give us something in the old Republic. Just give us something from the old Republic. It's still early enough. You can kind of, you know, it's even older than the high Republic. Give us something from that era that, you know, is different. Show us a bunch of Sith. Give us the, the blur trailers. Give me anything else than, uh, <laughs> than this. Yeah. I, Adapt Knights of the Old Republic. Cowards. Yeah. I dare you. A double dog dare you. A double loath cat dare you. <laughs> so that this, is all man. the exciting news uh, from the show. Um, so we only have one more thing to get to, John. Let's We teased it a little while ago. But let's hear your big prediction for The Mandalorian. Everyone's been waiting to hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, so we've 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 heard recently that um i put it uh rick famu iwa i think that is how it said i'm gonna look thank it you. up thank you for yeah. you pronouncing it and not me yeah <laughs> you know he stated that like the mandalorian isn't necessarily about din anymore it's it's because there's a bunch of them my bold prediction and this is just a bold mm -hmm. one Okay. I, and I, I only have one piece of evidence to back this up. 
Oh, is they announced his N1 Starfighter toy is uh-huh. coming out at the end of this. It's coming fall this year. Okay. The last time they announced one of his starships, it got blown up. <laughs> I don't, so, so I don't think uh, this Mando. This is the case of death. Yeah, I think this is the kiss of death. I think Mando is going to die. <gasps> Whoa, John. That is the hottest take. I did not expect that hot take. Yeah. I mean, one thing uh, is clear. Pedro Pascal is not in, under that armor anymore. Ever since they're like, okay, we, his head is his helmet's on for good. Pedro Pascal has been doing voiceover lines and working on The Last of Us. Yeah, totally fine. I mean, look, even in the credits, they show the two people, you know, who are who's under the armor most. They are credited finally, which is awesome. Absolutely. And so so I'm just like, where does his story really go? Because he's not he he's a character of unification. He is in the last episode we watched, he is actually kind of teaching Bo Katan how to be a better like leader a little bit with the Uh way he is talking to people so i think this is like he's gonna be there then he's gonna get taken out because they announced the toy and i just i'm just like this is it this is the kiss of death like where does his story end because it's not like he's necessarily helping people all you know all the time it's not like he's wandering from town to town like um you know, David Carradine and Kung Fu, it, it's <laughs> it's like this unification thing. So I'm just like, it's two episodes. And I'm trust me, I'm hoping I'm wrong because I have, as a use a wrestling term, I have marked out hard for Mando. So the last thing I need is for them to be like, oh, yeah, he's dead. Well, all my stuff now. I guess I, I should just enjoy <laughs> what I had. And, you know, I mean, I don't know what this means for Grogu. Maybe he hangs out with Bo-Katan or something. But, like, I just got a bad feeling about this. Well, I mean, yeah, place your bets, everyone out there. That's a bold, bold prediction, and uh, it would be a considerable shakeup if that happened, and I would be interested to see, because maybe they, like, I could see them pumping the brakes on the Mandalorian and letting the spotlight, you know, shine on uh, Ahsoka for a couple seasons, maybe. Let that be your tentpole show, uh, and then you have these other shows coming out. Uh, I don't know. Could be interesting. Because it just feels like, I mean, look, I I, I enjoyed the last episode immensely. Uh, Tanya called it probably one of the better episodes of Doctor Who she's ever seen. And I, <laughs> yeah, I agree that's, with her on that. I mean, that's that's a really funny joke and kind of the truth. It was kind of true, but I, I enjoyed it because it was just what it was. But then all the, like, we have to kind of speed this up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got beat by a robot, and then uh, she beat the robot. So yeah, she gets the the sword. Why would I lie about that? And then now they're unified. There's like this whole season's been kind of like him and Han, and I thought originally it was just to like uh, jumpstart Ahsoka or get us into that because we know Thrawn's on the horizon here. But I think it's just something else. They're just gonna hit us with a whammy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's called the Mandalorians now. What are you gonna do about it? 
I mean, and then, yeah, they have so, and, or maybe, you know, this could be like a fent by, you know, the producers and all this stuff. Be like, yeah, well, it's not just about him anymore, right? And I'm just like, I, I don't know. I kind of liked it when it was just about him, but, uh, I, that's my bold prediction. That's my bold prediction. I think we'll the see. fact that he is not, you know, on set as much and they put the helmet back on, that, I think that lends a little bit of credence to that. Uh, to that theory as well. I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see how they, where they take this. Um, definitely a lot of uh, interesting stuff, of cool stuff on the horizon for sure. A really exciting kind of announcement packed uh, celebration. It was great to see uh, all the, the returning stars uh, having fun, chopping it up about Star Wars. And, uh, you know, kind of can't wait to see a lot of this stuff. Really excited to see Star Wars back in the, the theaters. Uh, I know people got kind of sick of it for a while there because they kind of overdid it a little bit <laughs> with all those ancillary movies. Everyone's blaming Solo. I don't think it's 100% Solo's fault. Uh, yeah. Didn't help, certainly, but uh, just excited to see what they do. I, I hope they do kind of stick with this plan. We got a lot of stuff that was canceled that I was looking forward to. Uh, I hope they stick with this plan. I hope we get this weird biblical Star Wars movie. I hope we get this weird crossover culmination, and then like a few. I I can't tell what their their strat is, <laughs> but you know, Kathleen Kennedy has uh, has done a lot, a lot of right by me, as in, in my opinion, anyway. So excited, excited to see uh what the future holds. But uh, the you know what the future doesn't hold. Any more of this episode. <laughs> nice. Yep, that's right. Another way to go for us. Another smooth transition. Um, so uh, let's do the outro live as we have been taken to doing again. I'm, I'm done being over <laughs> doing this outro part. Um, so uh, let's first, uh, say to all of you out there, thank you so much for joining us. We sure as heck enjoyed making this show for you. Uh, we would like to profusely thank the incredibly talented Burton M6 for the music on our show. Check the Pico link for a link to his Fiverr page. And, uh, and you can see all the, uh, talented, all the possibilities that uh, that he can offer you in terms of incredible music. Um, uh, as also, we, we can't... As, as also, oh boy. Maybe we should go back to the recording. Um, yeah. As always, you can uh, contact us on our various social platforms. You can get involved in the discussion. We've got a Discord. We've got a Gmail, I know. Watch out, future, here we come. Uh, as well as other stuff. Maybe not a Twitter for much longer. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, I mean, I don't use it. I don't use it after all that stuff yeah. I just said. I said, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I, we're good. Uh, yeah. But definitely jump on the Discord uh, server. We are on there all the time. You can chat at us and be mad at our Star Wars opinions. Um, but uh, that's all on the Pico link, too. So, as we say at the end of every show, we hope, uh, wherever you are, however you choose to listen to us, that you are feeling happy and you are feeling healthy. And uh, if you're not, uh, that's okay, too. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, here's John with the final word. Remember, folks, 
Always shoot your metachlorians at goony level. Thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Daily City. <laughs> you want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go.